Welcome to the Socialette Podcast, where we empower you with the marketing know-how you need to create the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a marketing nerd, Shiraz lover, and passport stamp collector. Join me as I dive into all things small business marketing and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Let's get learning. Welcome back to the Social Ed Podcast. This is episode 79. Today's podcast guest is Kimberly Wenya. She's a wellness and mindset coach, host of the Kimberly Wenya podcast, and honestly, she's just one of the most positive people I've I've ever met. Kimberly is seriously wise beyond her years, and you will learn so much in today's episode. We're chatting about things like marketing in your business in a super aligned way and like in a way that just doesn't feel salesy, attracting clients that are aligned building a membership site, and most importantly, dealing with your mindset when you're running a business. I'm not going to, I'm going to shut up now and (laughs) we're going to dive straight into this episode because I know you are going to learn so much. So let's get stuck in. Hi, Kimberly. Thanks so much for coming on the Social Ed podcast. It's amazing to have you here. Thank you so much, Stephanie. It's a pleasure. I'm so excited. I've been following you for a little while now, but for our listeners who don't know who you are or what you do, what you're about, please give us a little bit more info about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So I'm Kimberly and my brand is Kimberly Wenya and I'm a manifestation and spiritual mindset coach. So I really help women and girls to manifest their strategic future. Sorry, speaking so much. (laughs) Um, Their strategic future by design. So I'm really passionate about helping girls to step out of that victim mentality and really get into dreaming big and absolutely just going for it. So yeah. That's amazing. So I actually came across your podcast and like I was hooked pretty much on the first episode and I I was in a bit of like a business rut at the time and the things that you spoke about were just exactly what I needed to hear. Like it was so refreshing to hear all of all of those things talked about in in a way that wasn't like super woo-woo and it was more relatable for business owners. Um, and I, I love that you're just always so high energy. Do you, but like I know you're super busy and you're juggling your business and you are still at uni, which is crazy. Like, what does a day in your life look like, and how on earth do you stay sane? Yeah, no, such a good question. So I would say that a typical day would be like, I guess I'd wake up and I would do my morning routine and then I'd go to uni. Maybe it's a class from like nine and then I'll have a break at maybe 12 and then class again at two. By the time I get home, it's about five o'clock and Mm. I will then do as much work as I can, uni stuff um, and stuff for the business, of course. And then I'll have dinner and I'll go to bed. Um, but I am a night owl. So I think that I go to bed quite late. Uh, so that's pretty much, that's pretty much my day. Um, wow. but I guess a lot of what I do, I make sure that I am in flow as much of the time that yeah. I can be. So, um, I will not do an assignment unless I feel called to do it. And I will actually get into like a really high vibe state before actually doing that so that yeah. it actually goes a lot faster and it's more productive. So I guess that's what I would say is how I keep yeah. myself sane. <laughs> what, and you said you had a morning routine. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm always real with you girls. And to be honest, like that would be a typical day. Honestly, today it's not every single day. I, I just did not have time to do it this morning. Yeah. And I actually meditated on the train, but on a nice day, like if I could actually choose when I was going to wake up and how long I would spend for it, I would usually wake up and do like a 10 minute meditation. Yeah. Sometimes it's guided. Sometimes it's just with headspace or something or yeah. just silent. Um, and then I will go and journal and I love journaling because it really sets up my mindset for the day. It's really cathartic if I need to rant about something that I'm, that I've got stuck in my head, stuck in my head, stuck in my mind. (laughs) Um, I know what you mean. (laughs) And then after that, I will usually pull some cards. And if you are not into like the woo woo, don't stress because (laughs) I thought the same thing. I was like, oh my gosh, like who, like, am I a gypsy when I first started getting into it? (laughs) realized though that it was so powerful in really setting up my day tapping into how I really feel so I love doing that and then usually I will then maybe just read some of a book and then by that time I probably have to start getting ready to head to uni so yeah that's my typical morning routine (laughs) that's an awesome routine I love that you are honest about the fact that you don't always have time to do it because like honestly (laughs) life does get in the way sometimes um Okay. So the, like one thing I was super impressed by when I first came across you and your business is that you're not like, you're not super salesy. So everything that you do, the way you market your business, everything you do is just so natural and you're just so unapologetically you, like you, you're, you're not afraid to be yourself. How have you managed to keep it feeling that way when there's so much stuff out there saying like, this is how you've got to sell, or there's so much pressure to be like really salesy. How have you done that? Oh, such a good question because I know what it's like to like, <laughs> all these podcast people and they're like, this is how you do it. Yes. Step, like one, two, three, four, five. And, and on the seven, that's when you have your big drop line and uh, it does my head in. And I've seen like YouTube ads when it comes in. I'm like, go away. I don't want to like, I don't want to do that. Anyway, when it comes to promoting something that I have created, I will never promote it unless it feels genuine. Like sometimes, sometimes I, love that. I have something like an offer ready and I'm like, like, okay, I'm, this is such, I'm so excited for girls to have this and everything like that. I will not really post about it unless I feel like it's weaving in with what I yeah. have that day or unless I'm putting it out energetically from a good space. So when it comes to really selling, and I'm saying this with quotation <laughs> I actually really don't like calling it selling. To me, it's more sharing because yeah. when you say that you're selling something, some, something it sounds like you're trying to give, get someone to buy something that you don't believe is worthy. I don't know. That's the, that's the kind of mindset that I have with that word. I but, love that because, yeah, it's not about selling. It's about solving a problem. Yeah, it's literally about solving a problem. And yeah. by saying, oh, I'm sharing this, I know that it's so worth and it's going to change people's lives. Um, yes. And if you just say stuff like that, and that's really the, the energy I step into whenever I want to share something with my beautiful girls like you and... <laughs> monthly vibes, like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I love that. And so your latest course is all about attracting aligned clients. And what advice would you give to someone who's just starting out in business and they might be really desperate for just any client, like let alone, like let alone one who's aligned, just anybody who's going to pay them. What, um, like why should they care about attracting aligned clients? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I would say that when you first start getting into business, you have this kind of like feeling where you're like, oh, take anyone. Like I want to <laughs> coach anyone. If I buy this, like you just want to please everybody and you yes. say yes to everything. And I think that as you grow and as you become 
you know, as your business grows, you're really going to have the opportunities eventually to be able to pick who you want to coach or to pick who you want to really speak to. And I think that if you already are seeing your business in that way, then I think it's really great because you're quantum shifting or you're just stepping into yeah. really that, that version of you who has already got that big business and that sort of thing. But so it works in that way. And the yeah. other way that it works is that um, by getting aligned clients, you're actually allowing yourself to do what you love and keep your vibration high. Because when you don't actually enjoy mm. working with your client, it brings you down. It makes you not enjoy your job anymore. So exactly. I'm not sure if that answers your question. No, but- that does. That definitely does. And because like at the end of the day, we're doing what we do because we love it. We're not doing it because for any other reason, really. Yeah. And so you might as well love the people that you're working with. I totally agree. How can someone get started with attracting aligned clients? Mm, Okay. So I would say I'm going to bring in a manifestation tip that's yeah. but they're all manifestation tips but the main one is especially for people who are brand new to manifestation yeah is first of all just know that there is this universal law called the law of attraction and this means that however you energetically feel you are going to attract items people situations that are aligned and on the same yes. frequency so if you are like i want clients i want clients, <laughs> I want clients. if you just say that <laughs> you're just going to attract more situations where you will want clients. I mean, you want clients, that means you don't have any, right? So when it comes to the first thing, I would say, you know, how are you really feeling towards those clients and really identify that because you need to change that. If you're really thirsty for them, you're going to continue to be thirsty. So you need to step into a feeling where you already feel like you have those clients basically. Um, And that can be done by literally, if we're going to get practical, a tip that I gave in my course, Align Client Attractor was, Literally, when you first start out, coach for free, like coach for free. And that way you can pretend that those people that you're coaching are real clients. And then you can attract people who are going to pay you because you're in that vibration. So that's my tip. I love that. So you, you already touched on one of the mistakes, but are there any other big mistakes that you see people making quite often, like when they're just starting out and trying to attract clients? Yeah. Okay. So I would say they don't price themselves right. That's another thing as well. I mean, like when you come in and you're doing it for free, that's so good. But then eventually you need to have that confidence to know your price and really feel into it. Because if you price too high, it just doesn't vibe with the people. If you price too low, people don't value it. So that's the second mistake that I think people often do. Yeah. And especially women, like, I don't think we value our skills enough to ask to charge what we're worth. Like, I think that's such a common, such a common thing across not even just women in service businesses, like in product businesses as well. We don't, we're too scared to charge what we're worth. Um, so I, I read on your website that you started to book out in advance, even when you only had 700 Instagram followers, that's insane. (laughs) How did you manage to get it to that stage? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like, okay. I think a limiting belief that a lot of people have is that if they don't have a lot of followers or they don't have an email list that they cannot manifest clients. And if that is what you're going to believe, that's what will manifest in your life because manifestation is all about your thoughts creating your reality. So when it comes to when, when I was in that stage and I wanted to manifest clients, I just really wanted to share what I had to give to people and that sort of thing. It first came with an energetic shift. Like I would not have been able to do that if I did not shift my own energy because 
in, in one stage of my journey, I was in a student stage. I was just learning to become qualified. And, and then as soon as I was like, okay, I'm ready for clients. I needed to make an energetic shift and be like, okay, I, I just visualized myself like having all of these clients and then making those inspired actions in order to actually bring them into my life. So it's not just like sitting on my bed and not doing anything. I would post on Instagram. I would create blogs, send out emails, create podcasts. And so I think that by actually doing that and shifting that energy whenever I would create stuff create stuff it was just really a big aha moment and that's when it all manifested I th- I love that you said you talked about all the actions that you took because I think so many people kind of assume that this whole like manifestation thing in quotation marks is about sitting there and visualizing these things and not doing anything but in reality there's actually so much so much action that you have to take to make these things happen yeah 100% um, as, so as a member of your membership site, I have to say that like everything in there has just exceeded expectations. And I know that a couple of my listeners are considering starting a membership site. So what have been some of the good things about running one and some of the not so good things about running one? Mm, this is a, this is a really good question. So, okay. The good things I would say, are I just love how it's a group of girls who are so like-minded and working with them and just knowing that when I'm coming into like a group call, everybody is so ready to learn. And I, I can literally just write off of the high vibes and create a beautiful masterclass for the, for you girls. Yeah. And so I think that that's a really big bonus. It's that I feel like it's so aligned and the people who I'm serving and the people who I'm helping are really like just high vibe as well. So yes. it just all works. Um, I also like how with the membership site, you know, there is that recurring revenue. Like you don't have to go and launch everything every single month. Yeah. If, uh, this is if you do, of course, like a closed enrollment or an open all the time sort of one. I don't know the actual jargon, as you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But basically, I think if you do a closed model, it really works well because you're not having to always be like, girls, come and join my masterclass. Because I think it's important to know before I even did created this, um, membership site I did master classes on their own like just month every single month right. a new one yeah and that was me testing the waters to see okay can I commit to doing this every month what does it look like but I tell you Stephanie like every single time I had any master class it would mean oh my gosh like I have to launch this all over again and it would just be like yeah. a lot of energy giving it is to open it yeah, launching yeah. is a crazy amount of energy. So I, I love like the stability side of it. What about the not so good things? Have there been any drawbacks? So I would I would say it depends on what your offer is and what your business yeah. is about. But a drawback might be that you have to constantly, constantly create a masterclass every single month. But that's yeah. something that you accept if you're going to create exactly. that. So I think it depends on what your content calendar looks like. And if you do it month to month, or so if you do it in ahead of time. I know people do it like six months ahead of time, three months ahead wow. of time. For me, I, I really enjoy having it off the cuff and kind of like current because yeah. I think that's part of what I have to offer. It's, it's to update the girls on what I'm currently going through. And I think that that adds value to it rather than having like something stale come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the word I was thinking stale. Like it's, yeah. I think the way you do it's perfect because you actually like you seem to be paying attention to what everyone in the group asks for as well. So like you can't do that if you're planning it so far in advance. Yeah. Awesome. Now, one of the things that you talk about quite a lot on the podcast is mindset and living like a high vibe life. Have you always been this way? No. Oh God, no. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I've never always been this high vibe. And 
even now I, I'm not perfect. Like I just want to tell everybody I'm not always like, <laughs> nobody is. It's fine. <laughs> no, yeah. And, and if you want to give it, get a idea of what it, what I am a little bit more low vibe, go and listen to episode 77 on my podcast. Okay. That was literally like one where I was like, look, I, I don't have the energy today, but I want to be real to you girls. I don't want to be like, I'm always so bad. Like nobody, yeah. I, no one, like everyone sees through that. Yeah. <laughs> gonna have some, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Basically, no, in the past, I used to be a really, really anxious, grumpy kid. I just remember being in year 10 and waking up and feeling so like heavy and I would, I would just be so grumpy, but I was always allowing myself to just be a victim of how I felt that day, how I wanted to feel. So I disempowered myself and I was living life like, Oh, like I'm born into this life. So sad. Like, why can't be one of those happy kids when I had the choice all along, but I just didn't realize. So I was definitely not always like this. Yeah. And then, so how did you get that way? Like what, um, what spurred the change from where you were then to like where you are now? Yeah. Okay. So I went on this really deep journey, like a deep (laughs) journey and I started to read self-development books. I don't even remember what the first one was that I read, but it might've been one of Gabby Bernstein's books. I know that you've asked in the recommendation. So all of her books. I loved, I started reading Spirit Junkie. Actually, I finished reading Spirit Junkie. That was amazing. Yes. I've got all of her other ones downloaded, ready to go. Yeah. They were amazing. I love them. Um, But yeah, I started reading her books, started reading other books too, um, Dr. D. Martini's. And then I yeah. realized, you know, all these principles, a lot of them in these books are, are that, you know, you can empower your life, you can empower yourself, but it starts with changing your mindset. It starts with ta- yes. changing your internal condition, right? And so I think when you realize that it's all about inside of yourself already having the power, then you then empower yourself and take responsibility to create that own high vibe and that happiness (laughs) and how about things like um outside of your mindset like what other things can you do in your life or like um what can you fill your life with to help with um shift it or like raising your vibe basically yeah okay such a good question I would say they're all good questions. <laughs> um, <Yay>. I would <laughs> say <laughs> I think that a major one is hanging out with the people who are going to actually help you raise your vibe. Because if you're yeah. surrounded by a tribe who's really low vibe or people who complain all the time, or they're like, oh, but what if you what if you enter something bad, right? Like what if yeah. you bad, bad, bad? And then you know, you want to really focus on on positive things, like things that you do desire to happen, because when you do that, they're going to manifest. Same thing if you focus on the bad then you're going to hear those sort of things manifest. So I think when you want to raise your vibration, change, or not change your friends. It's not like change your friends, but <laughs> like, like you change your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, be more intentional with who you hang out with, like actually um, pay attention. And the other thing would be also to give yourself the permission to want to feel good. Some of us are like really stuck in being anxious and low vibe because that's all we've ever known or we've just, and that's comfortable, right? Because you just go back to feeling that way. But when you start to get out of your comfort zone, it's like, oh my gosh, this is new land. There's so much uncertainty. But when you just give yourself that permission to raise your vibe, then it's so much easier. Then you don't have that internal conflict. Oh, definitely. 
Definitely. And I know like another thing that you've talked about quite a bit on your podcast is about investing in yourself. And I guess in some ways that's also, that falls into like the zone of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, why, why do you think it's such an important thing that people invest in themselves? Yeah, I think it's so important. I think that if you, this is going to be so opinionative, like <laughs> so, so opinionative, but um, I think if you aren't investing in yourself like ever during your life, you're not growing to your fullest potential. And I think you're actually doing yourself a disservice because you might think that you can grow like on your own and stand on your own strength. And that's awesome. Like if you feel that, go and do it. But if you could learn from someone who's already made all the mistakes and who knows what the strengths are to get to somewhere then why would you not invest in yourself? Because you can always earn more money. You can't earn more time. So if you invest in someone, you are investing in time, really. You're literally saving time. And so I think it's so important to invest in yourself because it means that you can grow further, affect more people, live more abundantly, faster. And I think that's what you really get when you invest in yourself. Yeah. And like, so what are some ways then other, like, I guess there's coaching and then there are courses. What other ways can you think of that somebody can go out and invest in themselves? So many ways you can, ah, great. Through, you know, cheap things. You can buy books, audio books, you can buy, you know, courses, mini courses, masterclasses, but then you can go because like in a larger scale, like it could be a, a more of an ex, more expensive course or like, I don't yeah. like to use the word expensive, but it, like something that costs more. Um, yeah. You could then also a one-on-one coach is so powerful because it, it means that you've got that one-on-one connection. It means that she's yeah. going to call you out on your bullshit. You can't hide. And so you're going to definitely grow with a one-on-one coach. Um, and then, you know, you can also just listen to, I mean, I, I think that with investments, you do have to have an energetic exchange, whether yeah. that's, you know, you coach someone to coach you or you you, you pay them, which is yes. just another form of energy. And I think when you actually pay somebody, there's something on the line and you actually um, you invest in yourself in a way in your in a way that you're actually going to make such progress because you realize that, you know, I've paid this yeah. and energetically you will receive exactly how much invested in it. Yeah, exactly. And I guess like with free things, as you said, um, investing in yourself, you're getting time out of it. But with the free things, I guess you're spending all of this time piecing everything together and you it's not the most efficient way to do something. But I guess a lot of people, like especially in the early days of business, they don't have a huge budget to go and hire a coach or do expensive courses or like even buy an audiobook sometimes. So what um, what should somebody do if they don't have the budget at the moment? Yes. Okay. So if you want something really badly, like if you really want that dream life, if you really know that you have so much to give and to crack open that sort of thing, then I would say like, how bad do you want it? Because if you really <laughs> want it, you can borrow money from people. You could sell your stuff. You could get a job. Yeah. Like it might Selling stuff. Me. Yes. Yeah, literally. And I've heard, you know, one of my friends sold her apartment <gasps> to get coaching and what? like, yeah, it was a big deal. And so, you know, if, if you want to make it happen, you can make it happen, but it means you've got to just work out the way. And you can literally say like, ask the universe as well. Like I'm going to bring in the universe and manifestation into this. If you really want to invest in yourself so that you can get to where you want to be quicker, then I would say, just say to, to the universe, just say, 
dear universe, how can I, no, please show me how I can create abundance so that, so that I can invest in myself. And if you just say that, you're going to get yourself into alignment. You're inviting help. You're inviting the universe to align <laughs> things to you so that yes. you can really create that for yourself. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And just actually while we're on, while we're talking about abundance, like how can somebody who's just started in, or maybe they've even been in business a while and maybe they don't have enough, they don't have an abundance of time or they don't have an abundance of money. And they're really like stuck in that feeling of scarcity or lack. What are your tips for getting out of that? Yes. Okay. So I think that when you actually feel like you're in a scarcity or lack mentality, Mm. that sort of thing, I think that it's because either you feel like you're not circulating your money, like you're not actually allowing it to move. So you, when you don't see something move, it's hard to actually see like how it's coming in and like seeing an increase even. So get it moving. So what you could do is you could donate to someone. You could even um, like, like buy yourself a treat. You know, sometimes I forget that, I have had those scarcity moments, scarcity moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. Do I feel scarcity? And then what I'll do is like, you know what? No, because there's always more where that came from. So I'll go and literally get myself a nice hand cream, which is what I did today. Not that I I had to do it because of the scarcity thing, but like as an example, go and like treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Or chat your friends, coffee, something like that. And then you start to realize like I can give abundance to others and I know that more is always coming. So that's one, one of my top tips, I think, when you're in that space. Yeah. What other mindset tips more generally would you give to business owners? So more generally to business owners, you mean for the abundance? Or just anything around mindset. (laughs) Sorry to hit you with like the most broad question possible. I just wanted to make sure just in case I kept talking about the same. (laughs) I don't mind. You can talk about whatever. (laughs) So with business mindset, I would say, okay, it's all, when it comes to business, everything is about choices between fear and love. Yes. Honestly, honestly, like if you don't realize that, then you're learning now. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to that, even when you're deciding, should I invest myself? It's either fear or love. Fear is no, I can't afford it. Love is yes, like this is going to be an investment. I'm going to have returns. When it comes to selling something or sharing something, it's like I'm fearful of people judging me. I'm fearful of, you know, people not buying this or it's yeah. the loving option. You know, people are going to love this. It's going to serve them. It's going to change their lives. Everything in business is honestly change, like choosing, like what yeah. is the loving option? Even That's like with the, around the client things, like I guess it's um, like you're choosing a client either out of fear of not having enough money or out of love for like, you actually really want to work with that client. Yeah, hundred percent. That's so true. I love that. Awesome. Okay. So I have a couple of questions that I ask everyone who I interview on this podcast and I'd love to know firstly, what has been your biggest whoops moment in business so far? Okay. This is a really... It's, it's a question which I'm like, it's, there's an answer, but also there's not an answer because, ah. <laughs> <laughs> because whoops as in, okay, I would say it's, you're not saying regrets. So it's whoops as in like, yeah, whoops. you learn, you <laughs> learn from it. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I would say I invested in a course 
And I, when I did it, I knew everything in it. Like I, I knew oh, all the content. I was like, no. it felt like a waste at the time. I was like, oh, I just wasted like two grand or however much it was. Ooh. And I was like, oh, like I, you're kidding. Like I teach this stuff. Like I know this stuff already. And then I was just like, oh, like I didn't need to spend two grand to realize that. But then really I probably did because I think part of me, I learned so many lessons from doing that course. I realized that my standard was actually really high, <laughs> what, what, what I expect. And I also realized that that reflects in what I have to offer people as well. Like I, and so it encouraged me and made me realize that there are people who are doing things in a way that I wasn't and could still charge for it like I don't want to put this person down or anything no I know what you mean yeah like it makes you realize wow like what I have is good quality like I can yeah (laughs) I actually I had something similar actually I um I can't remember I don't I didn't sign up for it but I was I think I I don't know where I saw it I was looking at some content that was in a course that was similar to one of mine and Mm. I was like this person was charging far more than I was for less Mm. content and I was like oh, okay, that makes me feel really good about mine, actually. Yeah. 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 And you know what? We learned because by doing that, you, you're like, anyone could buy this. This is so cheap. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, and then yeah. it makes you feel like, yeah, there's so many people who would be willing to pay for this. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Okay. And then the next question, what has been your big, biggest growth moment in business so far? Biggest growth moment in business so far? I would have to say that it was probably the moment where I had counted up how much I had made in one month and it was it was like a five-figure month and Yay. like from then it's just been consistent. I think that's like a big milestone that we all want to achieve and yeah. happened, I felt also that it was so big because it happened even sooner than I thought it could even happen. So yeah. And the fact that that happened while you're still at uni and like pretty much like uni is taking up your day, like as much as a nine to five job would, that is absolutely, that is amazing. You should be so incredibly <laughs> proud of yourself. Seriously. Thanks, babe. And okay. And then lastly, what advice would you give to your pre-business self? My pre-business self, I would tell her to oh man, like start reading books earlier and start investing in yourself earlier because I think there's so much in, like I said, saving time and having started earlier. And even for people who are, who are doing side hustles or, or, you know, that sort of thing, they might feel like they don't, it's not the right time, right? Like they're too yeah. busy. Like I know what it's like to feel like there's not enough time. But you're <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> so literally do the littlest amount of thing. Like I started this doing blogs about health and wellness. It was not about manifestation. Yeah. I didn't sell anything. But bit by bit by bit, I found what kept feeling good, kept following that, and it's created and it's become this beautiful business that I really love. So I would say, yeah, read more things, expose myself to more mindset shifts and invest in myself. Yeah, and I I really like what you said about how you just kept following what you love and like you have a business that you love because I think like too often people do what they feel like they have to do and they don't actually think about what they want to do and then they end up trapped in this business that they don't even like (laughs) and at the end of the day like that kind of defeats the point of the whole thing amazing awesome so I'd love it if you could please tell my listeners where they can find out more about you your courses your membership program everything 
Yeah, oh, of course. So, girls, come and definitely hang out with me and Stephanie. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram at Kimberly Wenya, and Stephanie is in my beautiful membership site, which yes. is Manifestation Monthly. I am indeed. <laughs> yeah, and so we have every single month a new meditation, exclusive podcast episode, an awesome high vibe masterclass, and we have a beautiful Facebook group. And you can come and join us there. We usually open up the doors every few months or so, but I'm not. I'm never really sure when we will open or close them. Um, but you can definitely check out the link if Stephanie if Stephanie leaves one below. I will put it in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of like other things that I have, we just finished up Aligned Client Attractor, but the actual Evergreen course will be available. So if you loved hearing, you know what Stephanie and I were t- were talking about in terms of attracting like clients and there's definitely that amazing course as well but yeah I have my yeah. podcast so come and hang out over there too yes it's, it's called the podcast. yes Kimberly when your podcast amazing podcast love it <laughs> seriously <laughs> awesome thank you so much for coming on the show Kimberly I'm feeling super inspired and I'm actually going to go and buy a course that I was sitting on the on the fence about before we before we had this chat <laughs> amazing babe you will not regret it That's yes amazing. <laughs> thank you so much for all your wisdom and your advice and your just your amazing energy. Oh, you're so welcome, babe. Thank you. Thank you.